Today's episode will be a synopsis of the rape culture. Peace and blessings, everyone. This is Elegant Granny, your restoration strategist and creator and host of the Proactive Eye podcast. Last episode was about experiencing sexual assault and sexual violence as a victim. And what I would like to extract from that as an excerpt for you is, there are different ways we all are affected by the harmful acts of sexual assault and sexual violence. This includes any form relatable, such as being victims, survivors, someone we know personally, or someone in our vicinity we have heard about that these acts have been performed on. Each of these have had an effect on me, which is why it is included as a topic of discussion on this platform. I shared three personal experiences in different phases of my life. If you missed that episode, the link will be provided for you in the show notes and also on the blog. Now, before we start on today's topic, I also discussed last week the Instagram challenge I'm participating in that is hosted by the National Sexual Violence Resource Center. Now, I'm not the most creative person in the world, but I have a great time putting posts together and engaging with other participants, you know, and finding out more about them and how they serve their population. If you would like to participate in the remainder of the challenge for a chance to win a $25 Etsy gift card during Sexual Assault Awareness Month, locate the National Sexual Violence Resource Center on Instagram. The handle is at NSVRC. Again, that is at NSVRC on Instagram. You can also find the challenge listed on their website at www.nsvrc.org. That's www.nsvrc.org. I'm currently not sponsored by the National Sexual Violence Resource Center, but I wanted to share some of the activities they are hosting. Not only are they hosting an Instagram challenge, they are also having free online events with wonderful resources to inform you about the different populations affected by sexual assault and sexual violence. I know from personal experience, showing up to these events support you in knowing how to reach out if you are in need of support or how to best support someone else victimized or have survived it. Again, the handle for the National Sexual Violence Resource Center is at NSVRC on Instagram. And also their website is www.nsvrc.org. I'll also leave the links for you in the show notes and on the blog. Today's episode will be about rape culture. going to start by saying what rape culture is. Simply put, it is an environment that normalizes rape or any unwanted sexual advances or touches by making excuses for why the events took place and should not have any consequences. It is a culture that performs these acts through the use of misogynistic language 
the objectification of people's bodies and the glamorization of sexual violence, thereby creating a society that disregards anyone's rights and safety as it relates to sexual abuse. It's so crazy to imagine something so ugly to be so normalized even in 2021, but it is. Some examples of rape culture include blaming the victim, saying things such as she asked for it, trivializing sexual assault, saying stuff like boys will be boys, sexually explicit jokes, tolerance of sexual harassment, inflating false rape report statistics, publicly scrutinizing a victim's dress, mental state, motives, and or history, gratuitous gendered violence in movies and television, defining manhood as dominant and sexually aggressive, defining womanhood as submissive and sexually passive, pressure on men to score, pressure on women to not appear cold, assuming only promiscuous women get raped, assuming that men do not get raped or that only weak men get raped, refusing to take rape accusations seriously, and teaching women to avoid getting rape. One of the worst things victims can experience within the rape culture from people other than their perpetrator is victim blaming. Victim blaming is when the victim of sexual assault or sexual violence are held entirely or partially responsible for that experience. It occurs when it is assumed the victim did or said something to provoke the perpetrator into committing the act against them, which is so far from the truth. The truth of the matter is, and this is a grannyism, there are people who have no respect for others or their boundaries and consider themselves privileged enough to cross those boundaries no matter what the victim says or does to prevent the occurrence. What their employer says about having no tolerance of it on the job or even if they have been in trouble for committing these acts before. They just don't care. So when people are blamed for this ugly occurrence that has happened to them, you pretty much just made things worse. What makes victim blaming dangerous is that the victim is made to feel or that they are told that this act is their fault or fear that they may be told this because of society's normalization of it, that they do not come forward to report it. They may, they may fear losing their job or a position they worked hard for on their job. They fear no one will believe them they fear retaliation, or worse, there are some who are so ashamed of what has happened to them that they induce more harm on themselves. Victim blaming is so vast that I'm going to dedicate another episode around it, this topic, around this topic later in the year. As I have often quoted myself in previous episodes in this series, sexual assault and sexual violence are very important to talk about. Many people feel ashamed of what has happened to them or have been threatened of what will happen to them if they tell their story. No one deserves 
feeling like they are worthless, have no value, or not important because of this traumatic event, nor should they feel they are voiceless and not able to share their story. It doesn't matter what gender, age, race, nationality, sexual orientation, or creed. No one, and I stress no one, deserves to be treated with this form or any form of abuse. I would like to also add being raped or sexually assaulted, which also includes sexual harassment, is not the fault of the victim. You are a great asset in this world, and it is especially important after a life of any form of abuse to see a physician and a mental health specialist to help you excel as you recover. Let a granny know in the voice message feature or by email at proactiveeye at gmail.com some things you do to help you recover. I would love to hear your story and get your perspective on why those things are valuable to you. It has been a pleasure sharing with you today. All links to connect with me and free resources are in the show notes. Feel free to download episodes and take advantage of the free resources provided. You can visit the Proactive Eye blog at bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash PE podcast blog. You can also connect with Proactive Eye on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Proactive Eye. And also on Facebook, the handle is at Proactive Eye Podcast. This has been your host, Elegant Granny. Thank you for your support and visit again. And remember, healing is a continuous process, not a one-shot deal. Much love, peace, light, and healing vibes, family. <music>